Harry, 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 is this what you did with your life? Play the guitar, write songs, songs no one plays, no one hears. They play, they hear, but is this what you did? Play the guitar with all the big past now past you, and here, to end up here, at the crybaby bar, the end of the line, playing your guitar, turning off the TV with the soccer from Qatar, in a bar, no car, the walk to your cot at the tarantula arms, getting more and more far. Monkey paw for a guitar, and your ass. Where did your ass go, Harry? It was here. Well, I got my ass here, so I did have one. That's aging. That's falling. The disappearing ass. The ass heavy as grass. Mowed like grass. More soda? I think I'll pass. Did you have a hairy New Year, Harry? It was the swig, the Calvin swig, the bartender at the crybaby bar, whose patrons laugh and call out, Harry New Year, Harry. They're saying it. Harry New Year, Harry. Any resolutions? Yes, well, I do, in fact. And that is to just keep going on being me. Harry the guitar player, there's nothing wrong with that, except I'm dying. We're all dying, Harry. Yes, well, it also means recording my album. It's all about loss, my album, it's all about loss. And singing the damn songs. I'll do one from it tonight, in the next set. The last set for the night. The good set. I'll record the songs myself. The hell with it. If I have to, I will. Get one of those laptop computers and a microphone. Remember, Harry, and remember it well. No one hears the sound in your head like you do. No one. All those great engineers and producers that you worked with, every one of them took over the sound and made the record theirs. Well, that sound studio, those engineers and producers are dead. You're an auteur, Harry. You have a vision. All art is a home industry now. Stick to it. You need but pencil and paper to draw a masterpiece. Where am I now? The crybaby. The wife I keep running away from and keep coming back to because the world is cold out there. I'm at the end of the bar at my spot. The new year out there, just born in the dark. 
I'm drinking a cranberry juice from a thermos I brought in. I'm wearing golf pants. And what are golf pants? Golf pants are reserved for you when you have come to the point where you say, I can't wear pajamas outside, though they get away with it in Japan and in Bali, a skirt. No, I can wear nylon, cotton, whatever, but loose pants or golf pants. What I call them. I don't golf. Why would I golf? I'm on the creative side of things which is code for destitute and full of doubt. I don't have any doubt that I have any doubt. I have no doubt that I have doubt. Rene. But it's a good life. For me, it is. I can't compare myself to anyone. There is only me. Me and the guitar strings, mediums, twelves, heavy gauge, if you've got them. And that there, out there, is them. But one thing I cannot do is get stalled. You cannot get stalled, Harry. Stalled and start reaching for the past and talking of all and how it should have gone. And how I did this well and that well and was the hero of my story every single time. No, the past is fiction. A book you read, but can hardly remember the plot of. The crybaby bar is all that. The whinge and the whine. Look, everyone here is stalled and reaching back for their spent past. To say, please give me another shot, will you, past? Another time around? So I can get it right? No, Harry, you're not them. You look like them sound like them, and dress like them, but you are not them. You play the guitar, you write songs, and wrote a hell of a few damn good ones. But that means nothing now. Here? What means something now is to get your new album done, and this year. It's all about loss. Good title, Harry. Good start. And that's all you need, a good title. And then some bits and bites in a bag. That's your resolution. And you're resolved to do it, Harry. Though you're old. And have had a psychotic episode or two. Someone put something in my drink that New Year's Christmas time. When my room at the Tarantula Arms went all haywire and you ended up dead in the street killed by the cannonball never accept a glass here at the crybaby bar the crybaby is a place of wariness it looks like weariness but it's wariness so what is with me here at the end of the bar at my stool, my spot, where the hidden heater rises with its heat up my pant leg, the little joys in life and all they mean, 
I look out at the snow. It won't last. The planet is warming up and throwing us off its back. The scourge, the lice colony. Watch how the lice cling to the stock market and the new series on Netflix. And me, 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 the mercantile mechanism. But what is it with me here at my spot? I'll tell you what it is. I'm here with a smoke in the beanbag ashtray, my cranberry cocktail, and this thing they call a manuscript. Man-u-script. Do you know what it is? It's an idea. I'm here with an idea. A publisher came in. He represented Moose Mountain Press, an outfit under the name of Smoky Studios. I'm Ed, he said. The press is mine. Well, my idea. Smoky Studios, I said. That's K.O. Biggs in Toronto. I did a film with him, and he never paid me. Like he never paid me for the music I recorded for him over the years. Yeah, Harry. K.O. put me on to you. I started Moose Mountain Press after I heard your act. Right here at the Crybaby. Harry, you have a way of inspiring people. I've been at books all my life, and it was you who inspired me to begin Moose Mountain Press. Ed was bearded like the wizard in the Lord of the Rings poster, the one I had in my wall in my bedroom in 1970. The image of the wizard holding the crystal ball, which is what, for some reason, I felt myself was inside, and he and K.O. were peering in. They had a look at what was coming for me, the cannonball. Break through the ceiling, break through the wall. No, you won't be hiding from the cannonball. I've listened to your act, Harry. I come in, I'm always in, quietly at the back. Harry, right now in your life, is the best music and the truest version of yourself that there has ever been. Those are my feelings. But I won't go on, because when you tell people true things, they shut off. Ed, I said, I said, Ed, glad to meet you. But I ain't doing no book about my life, because I'm afraid... I'd have to tell the truth, and no one wants the truth. And the person who could least handle the truth would be me. Well, I'm listening to what you're saying. And it's that stuff, what you say right there, what you're saying to me now that has me thinking you've arrived at yourself. You give repartee. Can you give repartee, I said, touching my cranberry cocktail. I thought repartee was born of the two parties. The swig came over and asked Ed if he wanted a drink. Tom Collins, 
What's a Tom Collins? I'll have nothing. Ed sat, kept a stool between us, vacant. It made him too far away, but the near stool would have made him too close. He had with him a rotten old valise. He unclipped it, set it on the stool between us, and pulled out, drew out a hefty bundle of paper. But just a bit, most of it was still inside the rotten valise. A manuscript, that's my proposition. But a book about you, if you ever... He eyeballed me, but couldn't commit. They got us, me, rather, last year on taxes, said Ed. I hardly made $5,000. It was that pandemic pay. I took it. I shouldn't have taken it. I nearly lost the outfit. So, Harry, I have a manuscript here. I looked at it, but more at the rotten valise. The case, the bag that he carried out into the world. It was a type of vanity, the dastardly condition of the case. You see professors and writers and artists of all kinds with this vanity. Oh, look at me in my old bag, my unkempt beard, my work socks inside, my leather sandals, my messed up hair. I'm the real deal, so you look at me. This is what I present to the world. And can't you see how deep I am in my calling? I looked up at the stage at the monkey's paw. It was bent in around the sound hole, made of plywood. Had all those crazy drawings on it. It cost $11. Was I the same? Was the monkey's paw the old rotten valise? In fact, I come here a lot, said Ed. It's a break from the world. I sit way at the back and I work on books. But if you could take this one and just read it, Harry, tell us what you think will pay you a hundred dollars. You'll pay me a hundred dollars to read this. Yes, Harry, I bet you will. You want me to come and clean your apartment for that too? That thing must be 500 pages. How about $150, Harry? is good. I took it out. I lifted it. It weighed a ton. If I dropped it, we'd be picking up pages clear into the next evening. Hmm. The thing was called Motoyasu Bridge. Japan, I said. Hiroshima. I know Hiroshima. I played there. And I walked over Motoyasu Bridge, too. Peace Park, the A-Dome near the Hiroshima Memorial Museum. I was there. I walked over that bridge, I remember. That bridge was ground zero. I don't know, Japan. I get weird feelings about Japan, that country. It's in my dreams. I was in jail there. I think I was. I think so. For contraband. I promised never to do it again when they arrested me. Then I winked 
at the cameras and the press went crazy. That's what got me in jail. Yes, I played Hiroshima Stadium. We opened with slimy rock and roll star and the whole country sang the solo. I couldn't hear my guitar. I know, Harry. I know about your Japan years. I know all about your career, said Ed. There was rustling out in the bar where the patrons sat. I heard a bottle roll. I heard glass clink. And I heard the sound of someone slapping someone else on the back in laughter. So it's my name you want on the back of this book, I said. And a blurb. And to sign your name D. Dazzle D. Harry. All for $150. I can't get a pizza for $150. Harry said, Ed, we're a small company. We want to hit the Japanese market right off. And your name, D. Dazzle D., it'll do it. And oh, Harry, here we go. Every time in my life I've heard, and oh, Harry, it meant that the breath of the devil blue and dust clouds see them rising there on the horizon i looked at him as i thought about all this ed ed publisher ed ed on the edge something told me this book might be his i don't know why it was a weird feeling he just didn't look in any way to be on the business end of this or of anything else related too involved, too anxious. No, this man, he was a creative. They can't look you in the eye. I looked him in the eye and he stared at me. I looked away. My eyes scanned the bar for a break and I was looking for something. Where was she, my love? My doctor's daughter. My third set is coming and she hasn't arrived. I knew it that she'd cast me off like eggshell, pick at me, break me, flick me, have me hard to pick out of her strain-drained sink plug. Ed looked on edge, on the ledge edge, with a sledge and no toys, girls and boys. I wanted to slap him on the shoulder, cuff Ed on the back, tell him nothing was serious. It was a paper bag world. Harry, he breathed out like it was his last breath, and he, with all his might, could tell the person stooping over him who his murderer was. There's something about this book, said Ed. I see you straining in the shadow under Atlas's rock. What is it, Ed? Tell me, something beside the fact that the book weighs a metric ton? Something came to mind. I looked. I thumbed through a few pages, looked at the top and the bottom of a sheet. There's no writer on this. Look here, the header space. Nothing, just the title of the book. We left the name off, Harry. Could you stop with this we stuff, I said to Ed. See what happens when someone offers you 150 bucks and you say yes? Ed sighed again. It's better that you don't know at this point. It's a first, Harry. A world first. It's a quantum novel. 
where the observer influences the result. Look, I'm not into science fiction. Ed looked over his shoulder, then turned his face back. They're all scrambling to build a computer based on it, Harry. China, the U.S., Russia, even India. The quantum computer. And this here is the first book. It's not about science. Not even a little, said Ed. And if you had a drink with him, it would be at this point that he'd have a sip. Do you know what I'll do, Ed? I'll read it and I'll write a sentence on it. You just have that 150 bucks. Ed looked smaller. And then he reached in his valise and took out a bound book, a published book. Read this first, he said. I looked at it. Dead in Japan, it was called. That one, Harry, will set the scene for you. But you're in possession of the goods, Harry. You alone, the first quantum novel. Yes, yes, all right, I see. And then he left. See the madness? If you just let life come towards you. But I'm no fool, too. If I do a good job with this assignment, maybe there will be other books to read. It's a new year, Harry. And Harry, the guitar player, has got a job. A side hustle. Reading manuscripts for a publisher. A quantum novel. Does anyone care? I read Finnegan's Wake by James Joyce. Pure gibberish. Must have been a hundred thousand pages. But then, in that precious book, I learned, maybe on page 300, I learned rhythm. It had been there since the first sentence. I can't even spell rhythm. But I learned rhythm, and it changed my music. It changed my reading. It changed my worldview. And it told me what existence was, which is rhythm. And if you got on it, your life takes on meaning. Motoyasu Bridge, tricky subject. Yeah, I'll read it. Are you going to play, Harry, or will I put on another tape? It was the swig, the goodwill of December, Christmas, New Year's, good intentions and resolutions all down his bar drain in a rush, passing the swollen, squashed lemon rinds. I'm going, I said. But could you stop talking to me? It's not a big request. The swig went back to his glasses. I held my ass towards stage, except there was no ass. There had been. Into the mic, I said, Good evening, everybody. I'm Harry. Harry, the guitar player. I'm going to play a little guitar for you. Swig, could you put that manuscript down under the bar for me? What's that? You spilled a drink on it. You stupid son of a... Just put it by my stool, will you, at the end? Near the heater, below? Would that be asking too much? Harry, can you read? 
It came from the audience at the back. I flat-handed my hand over my eyes and I looked out into the crowd of three. I read. I read that this place needs a little music from old Harry. And here's one I'm working on. Oh, baby dear, I'm so in love with you. Sing that when you hear it. Oh, baby dear, I'm so in love with you. Oh, my God, listen to me. I'm doing the Tommy Makeham, telling the audience the chorus line of your new song, and they will sing it when it comes by. I have fallen this low, resorted to these tactics. Oh, baby dear, I said, I'm so in love with you. We love you too, Harry. You know, I said into the mic, my monkey's paw on me, hanging, readying, stopping, I said into the mic. That makes me feel good. I love you all too. Hey, Harry, someone said, your zipper's down. I looked and it was, there was laughter and laughter and laughter. <laughs>